Hey guys, hey, it's Danny. Hello, this is Drea, and you are listening to Spin the Bottle, the I don't know what's going on version right now. ASMR. Let's pour some wine now. Please tell me what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Can we? Let's just toast. Just toast. Because... That was a really long way <laughs> to set up that joke, ma'am. <laughs> Why did you do that to me? I love it. I'm so happy about you it. You had me lost. I know. I was so happy about it, too. <sighs> um, how can we do the ASMR for rolling it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Today's word of the day is moratorium. It means to call for peace or bringing a conflict to a close or ending a particular activity. Generally, it's temporary, but you can call for an infinite moratorium on just about anything. Yeah. So in honor of today's topic, we're calling an infinite moratorium on that whiny voice in the back of your head that's telling you you're not good enough. Goodbye. All right. So it's been a while since this segment has come up but I really felt like this was the perfect reintroduction of judging moments with Drea one of my favorite segments <laughs> it's my favorite I'm so excited. this one's a little bit different though generally I try not to judge but I'm human so I think things and more often than not people make me think things about them um but so to- it's all their fault <laughs> really they force they it. make you judge they them. make me do this to them mm. But because of today's topic, I'm going to change it up a bit. Just have a listen. My name is Lori, and I'm the facility manager for two residential treatment centers for teens with mental health and substance abuse issues. The inner critic that I struggle with the most is the voice that tells me that I'm not as good as the next person. My name is Chayla, and I work in marketing, branding, television, and events. The self-judgment that I struggle with the most is that I am not ready for all that comes with my yes. Hi, my name is Erica and I'm a municipal finance manager. The self-judgment that I struggle with the most is a feeling of inadequacy. She is the inner critic whose voice I loathe the most yet am most familiar. At her loudest, she is overpowering, ridiculing, and debilitating. And even at our softest, it's taunting and manipulative. I have not fully overcome those thoughts or silenced that voice, but I can also say that I've gotten much better at combating those voices when they come, when in the past I would allow them to resonate and simmer and leave me feeling all sad and defeated. I've chosen to overcome this daily by telling myself that I am worthy, qualified, fully capable, and more than enough for every blessing headed my way if I just say yes. In the past, I've played it small, but no more. I'm letting my light shine in every space I enter, full bright. I found myself handicapped by these words, which create a distorted view of internal and external standards, which then is followed up by chastisement for me not meeting those standards. Um, When I argue back, it only results in more time wasted and begets more self-deprecation. 
And even as I look at my time spent today, I know I haven't yet overcome it. If one of my kids told me they were having a battle in their mind like this, I would be like, oh, absolutely not. Don't you believe those lies? So if my best friend or my favorite of fave were to tell me these things about themselves, I'd instantly tell them how amazing they are and remind them of how much they've overcome. So if my sister were to share with me the same issue my first reaction would be girl quit using your own words <laughs> use the law of confession uh, meaning you're supposed to speak what God has said because the moments that were most powerful are when we acquiesce to our design and I guess if I can get mad then I should just as quickly and sharply be able to do it for myself it seems like it's easier to believe the truth and shame the devil for others than it is for myself. This exercise was really great. I feel even more charged and confident that saying yes to the door that is open to me today is the only way to reach my destiny. The mental battle is definitely a real one and a spiritual one. And the battle for our mind is real. You can ultimately be victorious. So as I say this to my loved one, my sissy, I am realizing that I also have to love myself enough to say it to myself too. I have to change my meditations to ones that are of love and of the same love that I share with others uh, so that my love isn't just in mere words, but also I can embody these words and be a testament for everyone as well. It's time to spin that bottle. Today's topics include currently crushing, basically the things that are giving us all the feels. Black cinema. Cinema and television for us by us. Sometimes. Hmm. But maybe by other people, but for us. You know what I'm talking about. Hypothetically speaking, the things we'd love to tell all our favorite fictional characters. Ah, I love that one. Lyrically, though, the songs and anthem that makes us more confident than usual. Mm. I mean, literally, throw just means like songs that stuck in our head or like lyrics we messed up. But today, it's about confidence. All right. I'm with it. Mm -hmm. I feel a way. Recent happenings that need to be called out for the shenanigans they are, because we all know. Foolishness and, and Tom. <laughs> you know? Foolishness. And all about the Benjamins. I like coins, 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 coins. coins. See how I picked that I up? do, I don't. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So... Let's spin the bottle. I just want to say holler at you when I come off tour. <laughs> I knew you couldn't like leave <laughs> I it. Couldn't leave you it. couldn't leave it. <laughs> okay, let's spin that <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. I didn't mean to leave you hanging. One of you did, but I'm it's sorry. fine. That's why I went high. I um the things we'd love to tell our favorite characters, Treya. What would you like to know? <gasps> what would you like to let a hypothetical character? Okay, so I haven't really been no. watching a lot of television lately, mm. so it's hard. Uh, I've been trying to like leave TV to Sundays. Yes, that's my Linton sacrifice. Um, <laughs> what I have been watching is Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, yes. Okay. Tell me. So that. these are not fictional characters, but they are men who impersonate women. Mm -hmm. And I love that I was like, "This is my Linton sacrifice," and then on Sunday I watch drag. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so. Drag is a totally different thing. <laughs> That's not TV. It's, and it's, it's drag. And it's Sunday. So anyway, um, these men that impersonate women create these characters. And there's this one person on the show named Evie Oddly who is like incredibly strange and weird. And the one thing, the thing about Evie is that she's super talented and I mean, 
has an incredibly great point of view and just super fun and and odd which is why her name is odd and i but but like you can tell that she's young because literally always in someone else's business i don't know if it's because of airtime mm. like she wants the airtime because this is the opportunity for for drag uh, for people in drag to become famous like this is the place you want to be mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's just the airtime but I just feel like she feels the absolute need to insert herself in other people's conversations and choices and she'll be like well so and so said this are you gonna call her out and her whole thing is like I'm being more I'm being authentic and I should be able to you should be able to say this in front of this person and in front of this other person I just feel like it's too much mm. and if you're not a Drag Race fan, then you're not going with me on this journey. It's okay. And that's I'm okay. Still fo- I'm still following Okay, great. Though. So anyway, I just remember just being so young and being like emotionally torn by everything and how like everyone else's decisions affected me and I had to have like a voice on all of it and we had to talk about it mm-hmm. and like, and I just was like, you know, it's just, just stop, just relax, <laughs> just do your thing. But then again, that's not good television. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, she's just telling I'm her like so halfway torn, but I'm also like, if this is how she lives her life, she's going to be really stressed. Mm. Really stressed. So, girl, just chill. Just chill, Evie Oddly. Just chill. Just chill. So, kind of a fictional character, not really a fictional character. <laughs> I, I don't know. You. I think they kind of made it up. So, girl, get some water, drink a gallon. If you drink a gallon of water, you'll be in the bathroom so much, you won't have time to be in people's drama. You, you can me. focus on this drag queen show. <laughs> okay? That's our that's our advice for you. Uh, It'll take you far. <laughs> it will take you to the bathroom, for sure. <laughs> okay, mine is, like, pretty quick, but I don't know if you've been watching the Boomerang spinoff on BET, but there oh, is I've a... I've only seen one episode. Okay. There's a boomerang Before spin-off. I started my Linton fast. You can only and put so much in into one Sunday. First of all, I do want to say about Boomerang, the TV show, it is shot so beautifully. Visually, Noted. it is gorgeous. Yeah. Love whatever they've got going on over there. Good for y'all. It's beautiful. <laughs> a plus. That's just my, my own, but beautiful. I really enjoy visually watching it. It's a it's beautifully done. But my hypothetical advice is for one of the characters on the show. Mm. He goes by the name of David Wright um, on the show. And so I'm just going to address David. Okay. David's David. character is one of, you know, this is a group about like a group of friends. So three guys, three girls, and it kind of tells all of their respective stories, mm-hmm. if you will. David is one of the people on the show whose character is basically he's like a super christian and Mm -hmm. he's also a pastor and he's young so i think they're 25 26 he has his own church Mm -hmm. and all that we know so far of his character is that like he's really invested in like building this church and he's very kind of you know about that life and his name is david it's beautiful life hashtag church life beautiful Mm -hmm. love you know we're christians love that you're doing that but he is the most annoying Christian character <laughs> on TV. <laughs> and I don't, I think that's purposeful. I was going to say, I definitely think, think it's purposeful. Purpose? So I'm not attacking the writing of the Praise show. Or be. Praise be. <sighs> He's so extra Christian y Christian. It's just like, bruh, nobody's listening to you anymore because of this. Like, there's a scene where they're at a game night and there's, you know, his ex wife, actually, who we find out is like out 
you know, she's drinking a beer on the patio, like a cooler. All she had was a cooler. Okay, y'all. A cooler. And he walks out talking about, oh, I see you still drinking the devil's brew. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please it's don't. It's a cooler. <laughs> All I had was a cooler. Like it's like a Mike Hard lemonade. That's chill. not. Then there's another scene where they're like in. They're all at a club. They're in the parking lot. I guess some girls walk up to them, and you know, obviously they're soliciting the two guys. And you know, he's like, "Oh, can I?" She goes, "Can I get you a drink or it's something?" And she, oh, and he goes, "No, I don't drink." And she goes, "Oh, are you sober?" And he was like, "No, saved." And I was like, "Oh God, there's so many of them. There's so many of them." His other friend was trying to talk to some girls, and he was like, oh, so you just going to deny Jesus Christ because we at the club? It's that kind of stuff. He's that kind of character. Okay, so do you think this is an issue of them writing the character too harshly? Or, no, or are you identifying? Are, like are you identifying with that? Okay, because you I'm know not people. personally. No, 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 no. I'm saying like you, yes. like that's a real person, and that person always it's annoys me. Okay, and not like they're it, overwriting. Uh, no, his stuff. Okay. no. This is a this is a type of, cool. and I get it. We're all Christians. I get it. I get what we're trying to do, y'all. But if it's like, if we're really trying to evangelize, I just feel like that approach, probably not. Like, you want to pastor a church? You can do that, bro. Yeah. You had a good sermon. But some of this stuff, it's like, it's a, you know, for people who aren't in the Christian life, it's just like, I don't want to be approached as if I'm drinking the devil's brew. That doesn't make me want to, like, team up with whatever you got going on. You feel me? Sure. Like, I like coolers. So I get the approach. Hey, all for Christ. Do it, David. But let's be strategic about this, y'all. Because it's awkward. It's a series of just (laughs) awkward ass (laughs) moments. Put that on a shirt. So that's all. Hypothetically speaking. Dear David. (laughs) Tone it down. Please. Inner critic. Fake it till you make it. The end. (laughs) (laughs) And again, well, number one, I hate that phrase. I do know how you feel. Oh my gosh. Do you hate that phrase? Are you good with it? No, I don't think faking it till I get it. We talked about this. Okay. We talked about this on the episode with Soko. I've been exploring it a lot. Like, make it. Make it. Just make it? Just make it. Yeah, I've been, again, because we've (laughs) talked about it, I've been exploring this phrase a lot. Wait, don't fake it. Just make it. Also put that it on a shirt. It came to me now. Oh. Jewels. I can't. Okay, moving on. Okay. <laughs> Go. I'm sorry. We really are going to put that on a shirt. Okay, good job. Um, so that seems like good advice, like fake it till you make it. In yeah. every situation when people have said that to me, it's because like I was lacking the confidence or the know-how or whatever. Um, and it seems good, but it's just never f- set right with me. And I think Soko said it at the best when she was in our episode um keep that same energy like something about it seems untrue to me or like less authentic to me yeah and I something that I can't like grasp like I don't want to fake it I don't want to fake it till I make it and that's something I think we've all done to some Mm -hmm. degree like so many people do this I know I've done it Mm -hmm. it's something that we definitely should chit chat about yeah 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 (laughs) so I wanted to do this show because it made me think about how we are often the biggest barriers to our success, like everything that happens in our minds, right? And even though that seems really cliche, and I hate being cliche, I think that that idea often presents an opportunity. If the biggest barrier is yourself, then you need to overcome yourself. Oof. 
best advice I've ever received. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. And it's so funny that we're talking about this because I actually posted something the other day, which was a very rare occurrence. Yeah, for so me. it must be important. But I stumbled upon this quote and I was like, this is a perfect quote for where I'm at with my life mm-hmm. and where I'm at in my life. And it really ties into this. It's by Steve Maraboli. And he says, it's amazing how drastically your life can change when you stop accepting shit you hate. <laughs> and I love that quote That's because awesome. for so many people getting to the point where you come to understand that the work mm-hmm. is you versus you, you versus is you. a major paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. It will change your whole life. Yeah. So when you come to realize like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have to accept life as it's just being thrown at me any old way. I take ownership. I yeah. take responsibility for my decisions. And the real battle is me versus me. So I'm with you, girlfriend. That's good. So, okay, that concept of if your biggest barrier is yourself, then you need to overcome yourself. To me, that's like identifying what gets in your way. Yeah. Right? And being real with yourself on in those moments. Like asking, instead of avoiding it because it's so painful, like figure out what are some ways that I can get around this thought or get around this like not moving forward. Like what is it about this moment that triggers me to step back or stay in place? And I feel like um, this kind of connects to that idea of self-mastery. And where have we heard that before? All over. All over. Just like that you need to master yourself. Um, I don't know why Jay-Z keeps coming to mind. That is the work. That is (laughs) the the work work. for all of us. That's the thing. Master yourself. And you kind of brought up something really great. It's like the competition factor. You look around and you see people like doing the things you want to do, achieving what you want, or they have something that you want, and you're just like, I can't ever seem to do X, Y, Z. But what you just said was really if the work is yourself, like getting over the humps that keep you. Because you can, if you're supposed to know your enemy, like keep your enemies closer, and you happen to be your greatest enemy, then you should know how to get around yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? So if you make the work about being in constant competition with who you are or who you were, I think you'd be in a much better place. And that, and not even to go like this, but that's chess versus checkers, right? So checkers easily says, you know what? This other person has this. This other person has that. Why don't I have those things? I may be better than them. Or it may even look at another person and be like, woo, thank God I am better than them. (laughs) Like, thank God I'm not there. We don't want to talk about that, too. Mm -hmm. The ways we compare ourselves to people that are worse off than us and the ways we compare people who are better off than us, that Mm -hmm. is a complete waste of time. Right. Yeah. Because everybody has their journey. But if you take ownership for who you are and you get to, oh, okay, it's me. And you start really studying you. You will understand the ways that you run game on yourself. You enable yourself to bullshit yourself. Yeah. So when you figure that out. Now we're in business. (laughs) Now. Now we got some. Now we got some good success coming. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Okay, so let's make this personal because it's really easy to talk up here and talking about you should do this. Yeah. Yeah. But. Let's talk about a critique that comes up for you most often. From other people or me inside? Mm-hmm. From you. From this me is on the inner inside. critique, not from what other people are okay. saying. Okay. Um, from the inside, my biggest critique of myself is really just feeling that I don't have enough. 
I, I never think that I possess enough of whatever you're supposed to have mm-hmm. to get to wherever you're supposed to go. Can you make it like really specific? Let or? me make it plain. Yeah. Okay. In most of my endeavor endeavors, I don't attack it like I have the skills to do it. I always come at it yeah, almost from a like, oh, everybody else knows so much more than me. Mm. And I need to just research my way through life because I'm just oh this little gosh. old, you know what I mean? And I'm not ready. But all these people are so brilliant. And because I love their brilliance, let me so into all their stuff because I'm not I'm not there yep. that's my biggest so I believe in people mm-hmm. way more than I believe in me right that's a problem I'm going to say that I have very very similar to you my critique for myself is always that but you're not ready to do that or yep. you don't it is I think it comes back to you're not enough right you're not enough because and I wouldn't have made the connection until you said it but because I was going to say that I'm not ready and what that meant is I'm not ready, so I need to research more. I'm not ready, so I need to, like, learn a little bit from X, Y, Z. I needed to talk to another person and get their perspective. I'm not ready, so maybe I should go to school or mm-hmm. whatever. So my, yeah, I think my critique of myself is also that I'm not enough and that I'm mm-hmm. not ready for this That's right. opportunity. That's right. Like, it's not in me. It's not in me. That's right. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're missing something. Of course, you don't have it. Yeah, for me, whatever it's like, it is. I'm missing something. And I'm this not is ready. why I'm not enough. I have found myself, and you have also found yourself. Um, we will over-educate, and we will over-research, and we will. And this is why we love degrees. Yep, we love those accreditations. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's you know, like, because that makes us feel more like okay, I'm more ready. Now I have it. This degree says something about me, and that's actually even it's a, a skewed. It's a complete validation, mm-hmm. and even coming to that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I've been in school since school's been school like I (laughs) I went to school after high school went to um, a community college for a few years because I wanted to go to USC Mm -hmm. but changed my major got my real estate license went back to school I've changed my major four to five times Mm -hmm. all of this to say I've had all of this school and it's just maybe the past four or five years that I've started actually living my life instead of just accruing all this stuff yeah so yeah I think that's incredible. I mean, it's incredible, like, in hindsight. It's just something. I know I know. we're on these journeys, and we learn the lessons we're supposed to learn. We're supposed to learn them. But it always seems like, man, I wish I had a learn. <laughs> if I could have just, just a- grasped that a little bit sooner, <laughs> I'd be in better, much better shape. But that's not what the but focus is. It's okay, Dre. We focus- are the voice of the late bloomer, <laughs> and it's all right. We do. We I stand, stand by it. that. We stand by that. Do you remember a time when you gave in to your inner critic? It's hard. Honestly, to be completely frank with you, I think most of my 20s I gave into my inner critic. <laughs> like, yeah, I was giving into my inner critic. That voice was yeah. so loud and all encompassing that it really affected everything I did. Mm-hmm. It affected all the choices I made, all the moves I made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still made some great moves and I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be, but definitely operating in that mentality yeah. and position that I'm not enough or I don't have enough. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Um not I think that's wonderful, but I think that that's interesting that you said about your 20s because it makes me think it makes me think that it's tied to age in some way or maybe tied to experience because I've seen what brings me to tears is that when I see people like living their dream 
are like doing something they're super good at and like excelling and people recognizing and validating from that, it can sometimes bring me to tears. Yeah. Like I was listening to, I was watching YouTube and I don't even know how I ended up on this. Um, somebody from American Idol, like I do not watch American Idol anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's a singer and he was doing this cover and he, <laughs> you know, American Idol is all about the story. So like yes. underneath it was like his name and it's like Alejandro, Alejandro or something. Alejandro and it's his dishwasher right Mm. and he talks about he's like I never really had anybody to tell me that I could do this or that I could like they believed in me or like to support me and so doing this this American Idol thing was like huge for him then he gets up and has the most beautiful voice (laughs) yeah and guitar playing skills like I just started crying because he was I was just like he is literally doing the thing that no one told him that he could have that he mm. had the ability to do, and he decided in himself, no, I'm gonna do this without somebody doing that. I'm That's sure right. he had plenty of struggles, right? That's right. But now he's like being recognized for how awesome he is. So it's just, even though I want to, I don't know, I want to attach that I am not enough to youth. I think there are so many other factors oh, that could wait. come into play Absolutely. to make you think that you're not enough. That's right. There can be different experiences. There could be like how you um, were raised. There could be incidents or things that happen to you that can kind of bring that thought process to you. Um, and we give in we a give lot in. of times. We so I in. think it's fair. I love that you said most of my 20s because I can honestly say maybe even up to last year. Maybe I got me. You know what I mean? Easy. There were lots of times when I said, and no, specifically, I'd gotten this project at work and I was so annoyed by it. Like I was incredibly annoyed and I didn't want it and I felt like I didn't have it in me to do. And I was like, I don't even, I don't understand why I, why this is underneath my um, umbrella mm-hmm. I just and I kind of had that mm-hmm. conversation and my boss and my boss was like deal with it pretty much she didn't say that she just kind of was like I need you to own this and then I got mad and I did it and I was like why the hell was I mm-hmm. why that like mm-hmm. why didn't I think I was capable of doing this thing that now when I'm doing it feels that's right so simple mm-hmm. but before I was just like it was the it was the learning curve and I wasn't comfortable with the learning curve. And that is one way that you know, and this is uh, not that I'm anywhere close to mastering this, but this is part of like coming into where I'm at now. That is one of the things that helped me actually know what is actually my inner critic versus like what's true. Because mm-hmm. for the longest time, that voice was the true voice. And that was the Here voice that was like, you know, everybody else thinks you're so smart. They don't actually know. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't actually know understanding that that inner critic always kind of takes you a little off your trajectory you're always going to feel a little doubt you're always going to feel a little shame Mm -hmm. and you're always going to want to hide like those feelings Mm -hmm. are the things that prompt me to go "Uh oh okay and I call it my inner bully because that's how I know how to like rise up to it if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. no 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 we're not feeding the inner bully today if that makes sense so even just I appreciate what you said about that because it's really important to separate the two just because you think a thing or hear a thing in your mind does not make it so and so Mm -hmm. being able to detach yourself from a thought and go wait a second because you're a woman who has a master's degree from USC Mm -hmm. and you're a woman who's always done well in school and you can write and you're the director of a nonprofit. you have a lot of things actually in your life that point to the fact exactly that you are not those things Mm -hmm. and you can't see that that's your in this moment right in this moment you or in another moment but yeah and that's the thing and so 
back to how we look at our inner critic. So you were saying, I like to call it my inner bully. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about why the inner critic exists. Okay. <laughs> why we think it might exist. Um, when that critique, I don't want to want to get critique and critic messed up, but when the critic shows up is usually because you've done something really cool that you're proud of, mm. or you're about to do something that you could potentially be proud of, or you're about to do something that you've never done before. So it shows up in these moments where you're about to get out of your regular everyday. That's right. Right? It shows up, or you show up as the inner critic, because it's just you, right? It's just you. You show up as the inner critic because you're a little bit afraid. And your critic's like, okay, I can feel that there's a little bit of tension. Let me show you why this is a bad idea, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, here are the boundaries. Like, I have this vision of the critic being like, you know, the person at a museum that's like, okay, like, we're not going to touch that. Like, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the security right. guard that walks around and say, okay, everything's status quo. Everything's status quo. Oh, you're getting a little bit too close to the painting. You're getting a little bit too close. I feel like it's a guard. It is. Right? It's a... It's a very flawed, like self-protective mechanism. Yeah, it's a, because it's mm-hmm. ultimately it's fear. It's just fear that I'm not going to get what I want. Yep. Things aren't going to work out the way it if does. If you do that, if you do that, then this will happen. You'll be embarrassed. Maybe you'll fail. What will mm-hmm. people? Th- all of that, which is just right, completely not important to the task <laughs> at hand. It's not important, but it's how we approach it. It's almost mm-hmm. the idea that. I don't want to take on anything unless I have a 100% guarantee that I can win and excel at it. But the problem is when you do those kind of things, you're in your comfort zone. If you know, oh, 100%, I'm going to nail this, you're not stretching far enough. (laughs) You're not reaching as far as you could because there's Mm -hmm. always fear and there's always apprehension when you're doing a new thing or when you're stepping out of a comfort zone. And you have to learn to like channel that and embrace it. Like, ooh, okay, this is the fear of going to the next level. I embrace it and we go regardless. So, absolutely. Um, I think you lose so much when you're so honestly, much. you lose so much when you're listening to your inner critic. If you allow that security guard to walk around and keep you from, you know, taking an extra step outside the boundary or like changing an experience for you, mm. like if you allow that to happen, you miss so much. But we don't know what we miss because we've stayed in our comfort zone. And so that's you, the thing. Exactly. We, what you don't realize is that part of the joy of life and part of the growth of everything is doing those things, is pushing past fear. But so you wouldn't when, know that. But you wouldn't know that unless you, you tried. Haven't done so it when yet. you don't do that, yeah. you just become a voyeur of your own life. You're literally just watching your life almost mm-hmm. like a movie <laughs> instead yep. of being in it and taking charge. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 this is my life. And even if I fail, because here's yeah. the thing, you will sometimes. But even if that happens, I've I've picked myself up a million times. I got what it takes to bounce back again. It's true. It's so true. Everything in my life shows me that I am I have bounced back. So even if it, it okay, if I fail, well, there's a lesson there. Yeah. There's deep despair, I think, when you become that person that sits back and watches your life unfold. Mm. And there's the kind of despair that sometimes you don't even know is present because you're like, I have all the things that I wanted and I have you know, I'm so grateful for X, Y, and Z. Or you do feel like anger. 
Anger, or irritation anger, or like jealousy. Deep, deep like real judgment yeah I was gonna say jealousy you start to feel these things and you start to become this person and I think a lot of it can be tied back to the fact that you've decided to sit back listen to your inner critic choose a life that that feels safe not like we're not saying that safe isn't good because sometimes people are like we're not trying to judge your lifestyle it's just the choices that you make to live that lifestyle are they things that are really benefiting who you are that's right and who you want to be because that feeling of jealousy or Mm -hmm. when you cry and you see someone living their best life yeah or their dream those tears and that feeling and even that like anger all of that comes from the same place which is just like the person in you Mm -hmm. resonates with the person exactly and you know like and you know and so that's how i know that's how i know like when i'm getting emotional like that and one, it's like in appreciation of like, oh man, they had the ability, they had all this ability, they had the guts, they believed in themselves. But then it always points back to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what is it about you and your life? That's right. That you're unhappy with or that you're not settled with or you feel like you're settling with. Thanks for bringing so it good. back to us because I don't want to get like super preachy. Yeah. Um, how can we handle the voice that mocks our ability to take a risk? I think something that you pointed out really well, getting outside of your comfort zone like take stock of what's happened confidence comes from like building uh building experience and just being a little bit less I guess cautious Mm -hmm. because you have like take stock of where where you've been like yes I I always forget I forget that I have a degree like I forget that I was like I want to go to this school USC and I applied and got in like I forget those things so take stock of like where you've been successful and that's not a thing about being that's not about being prideful no I know I, I struggle it's with that for a long the accomplishments time. that you've made yeah. if we can hyper magnify all the ways we failed we can certainly pat ourselves on the back for the times we've also nailed it mm-hmm. that's just balance if all you're hearing is bad negative commentary about yourself yeah something's really out of out of whack that's true it's just out of whack and start listening I would say even start agreeing with the people around you because I'm hoping that you have like people in your life who are here to tell you like Danny is one of those people for me who's always telling me about my greatness and the things that I bring to the table like listen just start like saying okay I'm just gonna believe that person I'm gonna believe what they say about me is true and see how far that takes you. And that and that was actually one of my really, I'm so glad you said that. That was one of my paradigm shifts maybe a couple years ago because um, the group of friends that I have, I am so incredibly proud of and amazed by. I look at the gifts and talents of the people around me and I'm mm-hmm. blown away like always. I re- I'm like, we could change the world. You guys could do it. And I you guys really so believe great. it. You guys mm-hmm. are so great. Not understanding that, here's the thing. If I think all of those things about the people who are around me and I really trust that they are true and authentic people, then that must be some reflection of who I am. Mm. I can't call everybody around me brilliant and somehow I'm the one village idiot. You see, (laughs) I can't say, oh, my God, everybody's so talented and so creative and so this and not somehow see that in myself. Because Mm. why would people like that want to be with somebody who's can't execute, who's inconsistent, Mm. who's dumb, who's not who's not creative, who, who 
who would do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I think that's totally right. You know how people say like you're only as good as the people around you or like you're the product of your community. That's right. Um, you know, if you are hanging out with people who are negative and who badmouth other people who make that their focus, who are like, oh, the haters, oh, the haters. But they themselves are the haters. Like, yeah, you should get around some new people. That's right. And don't count yourself out. Don't count yourself don't out. Don't count yourself out and surround yourself by those who are really, that you really admire. Um, and that is the other thing I was mm-hmm. going to say. So important. Like, if you don't have people in your life who you look to and they're so far ahead of like where you want to be. If you don't have people like that and you are somehow like the smartest person or you're the person that don't be the smartest person, in the do room. not be the smartest person because just because because then you don't have anywhere to go. You don't have anywhere to go. You don't have anywhere to go. And that's where you have to understand levels and energy and all of that stuff and manage it, which all again comes back to self mastery. It does. All of it. So this- I am responsible <laughs> for the people around me that I allow to speak into my life. I'm it's responsible true. also for people. If I have a friend who is constantly hating on me and making me feel bad about myself and who does actually confirm the voices in my inner critic, you can't be my friend anymore. We can be an acquaintance, but you cannot. And that's hard. And I take responsibility that- for that, too. I manage the people in my life. I manage the energies yep. in my life. People can do what they want to do. Ultimately, they're responsible, right? But mm-hmm. I'm responsible for Danielle Nicole Johnson. So examine examine your shoulds. Like, people stay in relationships a lot. Friendships. Friendships. And even family and members. even family Romantic relationships. partners. They stay in them a lot because of the shoulds. Like, oh, I've known this person for 15 years. Oh, I've known this person since I was here. Oh, like, she did this. She did X, Y, and Z for me. But if... I love how you said that if she's or he is confirming those negative things that you're saying to yourself, that's not the person for you. That's not the person. Take that person out of your life. And like, stop. I, I'm a big believer now. It took me a couple years that you should get, examine your shoulds and then figure out like which ones you're going to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't listen that's to every good. should. Cause that's just like culture telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And that's like your, you know, your mom or your dad or your religion or whatever. Like you need to get things like what feels right in your heart, in your spirit. Don't go off of shoulds. Cause shoulds will have you just like you think about your inner critic. I don't think you should do that. Mm-hmm. I think you should lay low for yep. a little bit. I think you should go back to school. I think you need to let other people who know more than you. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, like, so examine the shoulds. And make sure they align with, like, who you really want to become. Um, what are the best things to say to yourself when your confidence is lacking? What do you think? Mm. I don't know that I have actually said things to myself um, that are positive necessarily. Like, I can't think of things I've said necessarily to directly counteract. But what I do say now mm-hmm. or when I catch a thought is I will stop and like isolate that thought and say that is a lie. Mm. That thought is a lie. Like yeah. literally I'll say it out loud like nope, that's a lie. Yeah. Just to stop it in its track. Yeah. Before it takes and, and that's, I, I find that that like steps me thing. out of my my thought process. It jars me again like oh oh that was the bully. You know, it just yeah. actually ad- I address the thought itself. Nope, that's, that's a lie. What I say to myself is I am capable mm. a lot. I say that a lot, especially when I feel incapable or when I feel like I'm overwhelmed, I will generally repeat to myself, I am capable. I am capable. And I think the lie part is really significant too because 
like you don't have like just letting your inner critic like you don't have to protect me from this this is a small thing like i'm not gonna that's die right. this that's is right. not something you have that's to protect right. me from i'm cool i'm okay i'm okay and and, I'm and that's fine. another good thing to say like i'm okay i'm, I'm okay and i'll say that i'm mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. i'm okay I'm here in this moment. That was a lie. And the other thing I will say is like, I will say why it's a lie. So if I'm saying to myself, Danielle, you're not smart enough. Danielle, that's a lie. And here's a reason why that's Mm -hmm. a lie. You have your real estate license. You've always done well in school. You're finishing your finance degree. You, the evidence of your life speaks to the fact that that's a lie. Here's the evidence. And when you ruminate about that, it reminds you like, oh yeah, I did do that. Oh my gosh, I yeah. did a couple things. I've done a couple things. And that should boost your confidence. Not only that, I like to say, <laughs> no one else knows what they're doing either. Bruh. And it, it takes a long time. I remember growing up and feeling like adults just know how to handle things. Adults understand. Like that person is, is an adult. I should trust their judgment. Now that I am an adult and I see the adults around me, I'm like, yo, they were just lying the whole time. Nobody, people are just figuring it out. Just people, they are just act like, and the most successful people, the people that we love so much, are genuinely good problem solvers. They're just figuring it out. Yes. So even if it's like you don't even feel like you have something in you to 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 evidence that you are strong and confident and capable, just remember that you can figure stuff out. That's right. I, I don't know. It out. I don't know, I but I'll find out. out. I don't know, but I'll find I don't out. know, but I have somebody who does. That's right. I will figure it out. That's right. So I'm capable. I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Those thoughts are lies. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to kind of wrap it up a little bit yeah. um, with just some like real quick takeaways that you can remind yourself when you're coming, when you're approaching your inner critic, as you think about the things that you critique yourself about or that you're judging yourself on. Here are some ways that you can get past that. Awesome. First, there are degrees of excellence. <laughs> degrees of excellence. What does that mean to you? There are levels to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> there are levels to this thing. Be okay with the level you're on. Exactly. Master the level you're on. And I'm going to tie this back that. to the late great Nipsey that we <laughs> talked about in the last episode. Don't Do skip it. steps. If you're on level one, rock the heck out of level one don't worry master about level, level 10 one. don't worry about level 10 don't worry about cheat codes yet master what you know <laughs> you feel what i'm saying don't right. skip those steps and you can be really really great at what you're doing right now you could be absolutely. absolutely great what you're doing right now. when we first started our first episode was don't despise small beginnings yes right? it was we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> i don't even know if it was a good show yeah but we were like well we're just gonna figure out we're going to do it. We're going to figure out the script thing. We're going to figure out. Anyway, there are levels to excellence. And so you appreciate whatever step you're on. And and don't at your level be comparing yourself to someone that's, that's at a 10. Exactly. It is unfair to you. And it's not to say that you can't get there, but comparing yourself to someone who's in a completely different atmosphere than you is only going to set you up for fear and paralysis and right. make you feel like it's so far. Just. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, starting now is better than starting never. Period. <laughs> just get to it. Easy. Just do it. Do like, it. don't. You're. I'm not ready. I don't know enough. Just starting now. It's like no explanation needed. Consider the cost. Yes, get to it. 
but take some time. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> prepare. Consider. Because there's, you know, the there's one side of the spectrum where we get paralyzed by our research, but there's mm-hmm. also the other side that is just like, I have this brilliant idea and you're going before you've read about what you need to know, no, understood yep. what's going to be asked of you. Like, mm-hmm. have a strategy and take the time to really consider the cost that it's going to take for you to get to where you want to go. In addition to that, think about what what would happen if you didn't take that step. Like if you decide not to do the thing that you're afraid to do, what are you losing? Mm. I think if you write that out, if you think about that, you might go ahead and take that step. And here's a hint. It'll probably be things like inner peace. It'll probably be things like joy, like vitality, fulfillment. So so many times we assign a lot of the issues that we're feeling to, oh, I'm just depressed. Oh, I struggle with anxiety. I struggle. And that is not to take away from people who who honestly have these issues. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we don't understand the difference between when we're just kind of suppressing ourselves and the and what comes from that mm-hmm. your shine dims you feel insecure mm-hmm. you get depressed you, get you blame sad. everyone else you blame on, everyone on else. why you're unhappy and and why you don't get enough this and why mm-hmm. you don't get enough that like but it's all on you it's all on you you're responsible you're responsible and the last one is you're not in competition with others you're in competition with yourself danielle said this like don't compare yourself to a level 10 when you're on a five you only only you are in competition with you that's it know yourself well enough to know how to get past your barriers and become a better version of you you. the people that we love are so authentic they're so real the people that you love have always been themselves Mm -hmm. express themselves in a particular way don't succumb to anybody else's shoulds coulds whatever if you want to be that person if you want to live authentically and be like happy and fulfilled stop looking at everybody else that's it just stop just stop just stop and when you see people just to close this up that inspire you understand the understand the purpose of that inspiration the purpose of that inspiration is not for you to become an off-leg brand of another person who you think is magic okay i love solange I'm not going to be Solange. No. What I love about her is her standing in her person. I see a fully present exactly. person yes. who is offering her gifts to the world. That's and what makes realness her so recognizes incredible. realness. So yeah. understand that the greatness you see is only because you have that potential in you too. It's not to be an off-brand version of somebody else. That's the difference. That's the difference in real like I showed up as me. So mm-hmm. yes, I have this success, but also I did it. Oh, that feels me. so good. I showed up as me. That's it. I love that. That's it. Through and through. Good. Okay, it's that time, Drea. It's time to do it. Ready? Recent revelations. Mm. Recent revelations with Danielle. Please stop and doing Drea. Really, really. Can we pour some more wine, please? Oh my God. Okay. It's so hard. <laughs> you whispered I though. I love that I you're did. whispering. <gasps> ah. Okay, Jaya, what are your recent revelations? Or um, one, what's your recent revelation for this week? Oh, gosh. There have been a lot of quiet moments and so a lot of revelations. Um, I think my recent revelation is that I am not above reproach. Mm. I am not above making mistakes I'm not above being a jerk I think I consider myself to be a really nice person who's kind to people and thoughtful but I do occasionally do some shitty things to people and it is hard to apologize 
um, but I know how powerful an apology is and I am willing to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to put myself in that position. And um, I've had to apologize to people recently uh, and I realized that every time it was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time it was hard. But I learned something more about myself. Like, it's great to think that you're a, a good person and really wonderful, but like, you're never going to make it. You're never going to be mm-hmm. just like, I'm never going to be perfect. There's levels of this um, thing. And so like, you can't hold people to like this crazy standard because you yourself can hit that low level. Yeah. So like, I just feel like, the apology factor, being able to say you're sorry, like humbling yourself to a person to say you're sorry, it's just, it shows how much you value the relationship. You value the relationship more than you value your inner, like, pride. pride. Like, more than you value, like, feeling good about yourself. Like, I can't stand talking to a person who won't admit that they're wrong or who instantly finds a way that they're not wrong. Like, that to me is a complete turnoff. So when I felt myself doing that, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that doesn't feel good. And that's back to our inner bully ooh. and critic protecting us again. I mean, yeah. And yeah. our pride right. and our ego. That, which is that just one like, stands nah. up. It's like, had nah, they man. Not, had then they I not. Then I would have. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, my recent revelation is that I'm not above reproach. That um, even I need to say that I'm sorry and that that's okay. Yeah. My inner, or inner, (laughs) my recent revelation, um, it's short and sweet. I don't know what has happened the past couple months, but there's just been a really major shift in like my life and myself and my energy and everything. And my recent revelation is just like, I've got this. I've actually got this. Definitely got them lashes, girl. I've got the girl. I got got my Khaleesi lashes. I don't know. I'm just blessed. I feel so grateful. I'm turning 38 and, um... I just, I am just humbled and I just recently have just been looking at myself a lot like, girl, you got this. It's okay. And to feel that way and to actually move in that confidence Mm -hmm. as a woman is such a different kind of empowering feeling. It is such a beautiful place to kind of come to. And that's not to say there won't be more, but just. I'm so glad. I'm I'm happy to share this place. The glow up is real for Danielle. The glow up is real. I'm inspired. Year and a half. I've had a really incredible year and a half. And I just feel myself blossoming. Like I feel it yeah. and I can see it. And mm-hmm. I'm so proud of myself. So I got this. You got this. We got this. We got this girl. Okay. Let's silence that inner critic. Trey Day. Guys, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the socials. Yes. Okay. All the socials. You can find us at DD Spin the Bottle. Yes, you can. On Instagram, from the Facebook. We haven't really conquered Twitter and we're like, should we, should we no, not? Let's just take to. a few pictures first. No, you know what I'm saying? You haven't mastered So uh, follow us on Instagram for sure. Or on Facebook. You can shoot us an email at hello at ddspinthebottle.com. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. If you want to be on the show, we'll consider it. Yeah. And make yourself a good pitch. And we'd love to hear how your inner critic talks to you and what you right. plan to do about and it. And how you're talking back and what we miss. You know what I love when people come up to me and be like, you know what? I kind of disagree with you and Danielle when you guys were talking. I was like, oh, do tell. Tell us why. So tell us. Like, we, we like that. We I mean, it's it. just us in the studio. That's and it, it would be awesome if you were here with us because we love to do this. We love to talk about and debate and think. And sometimes we change our minds. But uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you thought. We promise we'll put it on. Even if you don't agree with us, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our engineer today, Hook. 
in the heezy for sheezy. We thank him <laughs> so much. Okay, he we have just had an incredible session and it's we been are great. Grateful. Everything is glowing. There's, uh, there's we're chess. glowing. There's, there's I'm inspired. Stuff. There's lots of cool stuff in here. Yeah. Drea, thank you for being my creative cohort. Girl, you look so pretty. Look at these braids. Look at these lashes. Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. We love you guys. We're really happy that you're um you're still around journey with us, that you're still with us. Thanks for (laughs) hanging in. And we will talk to you when we talk to you. Johnson's out. out.